Welcome back, niggas and friends, to another episode of this podcast. I am Flo Millie. And I am Blue Ivy's Fendi Boots. This is The Read. Thank you for joining us once again in another week here in March. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first. Whatever. Bitch, we're back. What else? It was 70 whole ass degrees today. <laughs> um, Black Excellence, first up, um, honoring the good Dr. Hadia Nicole Green. She, not long ago, became the first person to successfully cure cancer in mice using something called nanoparticle technology, which sounds like something from X-Men, but apparently it's a real thing in real life. <laughs> um, it says, um, because then we can, she was inspired to pursue cancer treatment after watching her aunt and uncle struggle with the disease. Um, she studied physics and optics as an undergrad at Alabama A&M, Jesus. then went on to get a master's in physics from the University of Alabama at Birmingham, and eventually began working at the Comprehensive Cancer Center in the Department of Pathology. So her treatment uses uh, laser-activated nanoparticles was able to cure cancer in mice within 15 days. This treatment doesn't require chemotherapy, radiation, or surgery, um, and is, quote-unquote, revolutionary, a revolutionary breakthrough in the field. Sounds like it. Uh, yeah. She was granted a $1.1 million fund from the U.S. Department of Some Veterans kind of scholarship Affairs. Or something? That seems like not enough money. 1.1 million? Well, I mean, is it for to for her to continue developing shit? Yeah, or? it's just to okay. continue the research. Oh, I mean, she'll probably get some more. I would think so. Oh. Like, maybe that's just the beginning of it. I, don't, I only understood, like, 20% of the words you just said. Yeah, it's for smart people yeah. and scientists. I did not I even guess. know optics was a major. I had to just Google it. It means the science of light. Who knew that? Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Now that it's, somebody told me, but, like... <laughs> How smart you have to be to major in that, like, the first go-around? Shout out to you, man. She kind of looks like uh, Maxine Shaw, but, like, in real life and not an attorney. Anyway. Right. Congratulations. Just famous. Lady Nicole Green. Um, I thought that was dope. I also read a story about a nine-year-old girl who started uh, an initiative called the More Than Peach Project. Her name is Bellen Woodard, and she was in her class minding her business coloring. One of her friends asked her for the skin-colored crayon, and of course they meant the peach one. Uh, she uh. went home to her mother and basically informed her mother of how uncomfortable it made her feel. Her mama said, well, next time somebody asks you for the skin-colored one, hand up the brown one. She said, quote, I think I just want to ask them what color they want because it could be any number of beautiful colors. This is what the nine-year-old said. Oh. So wow. that's what she did. And <laughs> it has uh, morphed into the More Than Peach Project, which now, okay, well, the teacher also took on this nine-year-old's uh, idea, okay. which is not calling one colored crayon mm -hmm. the skin colored kind. Right. And now the More Than Peach Project is an initiative that involves donating art supply kits to classrooms and children who may not be able to afford them, it says here. That's great. The kit has a drawing pad in it, standard box crayons, colored pencils, a personal postcard of probably positivity and love from Bellin Woodard herself, and a special box of Crayola's multicultural crayons and colored pencils. Um, each multicultural box of crayons includes a variety of skin tones, including apricot, burnt sienna, mahogany, and of course, peach. And I guess the um, the goal was to like get these 
uh, art supply kits into all of the uh, schools in her county and things like that. She's been getting crazy donations. So yeah, look I her see. up and see if you can donate, you know, something yourself. Because I yeah. thought that was a sweet story. It looks like you can like actually just order the toolkits yourself starting on the 14th and mm. just, I guess, have them sent out or whatever. I don't know why, but I'm stunned that a white child in 2020 really said the skin color crayon. I'm not. Like, like... You have to know that there are multiple color. Like you're talking to somebody whose skin is not the color of yours. What do you mean? Mm. That just, ah, uh, it shouldn't fuck me up. But man, that is just wild and ridiculous. Well, shout out to these black people, one adult and one soon to be adult. Yeah, let me do These girls for doing dope things and, you know, being movers and shakers and groundbreakers. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Well, always. This week, oh, I don't have a hot tops name. Um, hmm. I don't know. Hot tops and the stove top. 
Sure, that's what it can be called. <laughs> Who even gives a black ass <laughs> I didn't even get to the last word of it. First up this week, apparently they are making an old lady gang show down at the Bravo. Fresh off of their in-house shooting, it's been reported that old lady gang is going to be the new Candy Burris, Real Housewives of Atlanta no. spinoff. Um, as you may know, old lady gang now has three locations in Atlanta, including the original one, one in East Point, where I believe the blasting took off. And then there's one inside State Farm Arena, which I think I knew but forgot. Whatever. Okay. So... I'm not sure we're going to have like Joyce and Bertha and uh, the other auntie in a confessional, (laughs) how involved they're going to be in this. If it's going to be like a like a a black version of Vanderpump Rules, Mm -hmm. sign me up. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm all in for some, you know, young black Atlanteans fucking arguing and, uh-huh. and sleeping with each, each other, other and, being and getting fired and, yep. and candy is the Dealing uh, with Lisa. <laughs> all yes. of that shit yes i'm into that <laughs> idea hopefully ace can fire people as well i'd love to see that as well what is the new one's name dash oh i thought ace was the new one shit no she just had another one. Oh, all oh, right the a surrogate girl. had a baby right yep yeah she wasn't pregnant oh i don't know but Good for her. I finally, Dustin tricked me into watching Real Housewives of Atlanta, and it is actually really good. I know you probably still not going to look at it, but... Oh, I haven't watched it in weeks. I'm, I don't doubt that it's It's, yeah, good. It's, it's good and messy I'm and just, ridiculous, as always. I'm fine. Um, Blaze. Blaze. Blaze is the youngest girl's name now. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. if you're interested in looking at um, them make probably catfish bites, and I don't know what else they'd be having <laughs> at OLG, uh, mac and cheese. Absolutely. Oh, you probably know Probably pigs in a blanket. absolutely have to. Greens, fried chicken somebody's peach cobbler that's really just biscuits <laughs> you know what let me not do that because i haven't even eaten there and it might be good candy um never doesn't have a job that's I, true. she stays with i respect checks. that yeah i believe she's also going to be in one of the many power spinoffs which one don't know but i kind of believe i read that somewhere i'm uh, going to google it i think i did too and i think well she said on the show that aired last night that she's going to be on an episode of the shy and that she auditioned for the lesbian role, <laughs> but she ended up getting a straight role. I think that's what I'm thinking. Okay, of. it yeah. might be the shy. Yeah, she was getting ready for that. Because Mary J. Blige's power right. is like on. It's almost that's around right. the corner at this point. I've already seen like shots from the set, and yeah. looks like what could be screen grabs. And apparently, she's going to be the boss bitch of this. New chapter, book two, whatever the fuck in the New Testament that shit is called. So I love it. I respect the hustle. 100%. Negro things to put on your DVR in case you're interested. Yes, she has always had multiple checks coming in at all times. Speaking of niggas from reality television, this is an interesting story. Singer Pleasure P of the group Pretty Ricky, who has a new song out that I haven't listened to yet, but Dustin says he likes it. So okay. You can have that. Um, he was arrested around 5 o'clock in the morning at Checkers for allegedly putting his hand on a female Checkers employee no. in the drive-thru. What? The story goes that this nigga had got into it with some people over the intercom. He had an order of about $60 worth of food <laughs> and then pulled up to the window, got out, and got into some sort of an argument with the girl in the window and then allegedly pushed like the food into her chest or something like what? that. 
Of course, he said, um, don't believe the hype. I would never do that, et cetera, et cetera. Y'all will hear the real story at some point. I'm guessing maybe Mona told him, hold on for yeah. me to Just give, give you. Just give me one day to get there. Isn't, um, I think they're on tour. Aren't they on the Millennium 2 tour? Millennium Fuck Them Niggas tour? Um, the Millennium group that he's in, Is he even still in that group? I think so. Is he still in Pretty Ricky? I believe it's all four of might, them. I don't even know that tour had started back up yet. So. I didn't even know that either until today when I saw a clip of <laughs> Bow Wow literally falling through the stage. So. I mean, why did you... Oh, it was 5.15am. You probably couldn't go inside. I was like, why would you order $60 worth of food through the fucking drive-thru? The moment that I heard that he got into it at 5am and a checkers drive-thru, I was like, he was either drunk as fuck or high as fuck. Then I read mm-hmm. $60 worth of food. I said, this nigga was <laughs> fucked both. up. And it was, you know, reported that he smelled of alcohol of and things of that nature. So, And in this mugshot, one of his eyes is very red. <laughs> He looks drunk in this picture. Mm. Have you seen it? I didn't see the mugshot. Oh, yeah. That's a drunk nigga who just realized he's in real trouble. I mean, who else goes to checkers, period? Nigga, at 5 a.m. at that and orders $60 worth of shit. You have to be drunk. (laughs) I don't know who upset you, but it probably wasn't just that checkers employee. And then to assault the girl at the damn window is just like, yeah, you, you were absolutely on one. And in Miami Gardens at that, go home. Huh, maybe he's not in the group anymore because if they on tour nigga why are you in my I don't know I don't give a fuck right I don't I don't think they are I don't think the tour has started yet well or maybe know, they're just not on it mama called the police got arrested posted a $15,000 bail and I guess now we'll wait for Mona Me Entertainment that's right if you're interested at to all to start rolling correct um there's apparently a release date for Takashi 69 to get out of prison. I don't know why he just don't want to stay. Yeah. If I was him, I would be trying to hide. Um, But it says here that he will be released on August the 2nd. Uh, he was originally facing 47 years to mm-hmm. life. But we know that he brought out everybody's blood type, strands of hair. Correct. All the DNA that he could find. Yep. Boots, gloves, residue. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> to do whatever it is that he needed to do to Video be free. Videotape, audio tape, all that shit. He served a bit over a year at this point. Um, upon his release... He would be on super supervised release for five years. Oh, well, I guess you got that. And we'll have to complete 300 <laughs> hours of community service and pay a $35,000 fine. 35000 Okay, that's a good size fine. You know, I predict that he will continue to rap and really? be dumb. Yeah. I mean, but who who is going to work with this man? <laughs> Anybody? I didn't say anybody was going to work with oh, him. Oh, you just, just said that he's, he's going to continue to push shit out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, labels and and lawyers and stuff will likely surround him and work with him and just squeeze whatever bit of money they can before mm. he is found. But <laughs> Lord God. You know, they were already talking about he was still going to perform when he came out and stuff when the whole trial shit was happening. So now I'm sure that he'll feel like, okay, who even still cares? And let me go down to SOBs or whatever. So, yeah. I mean, I never cared about Takashi. So I just don't know. We're keep that going. Well, where, who would go? <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know his fans and I don't know that he still has fans. So I mean, I'm sure he still has fans. There are mm. other people that still have fans that are way more surprising to me. But I don't understand why you would want to be somewhere that he is. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Because of the proximity to danger or? Yes. <laughs> okay. 
Yes, valid point. But I don't know. This it nigga. sounds like he still has to check in with like a parole officer or whatever. Is that what that is? I'm guessing that's what supervised release yeah. is, is. That you have to constantly have to be in. checked in. Yeah. I don't know, however often and whatever the fuck. So can he not do it's not secret service what is it when they take your ass witness, hide protection. witness protection can he not go into that i believe i read that he chose not to do it <sighs> okay i don't know i don't well i mean it would have cost a lot to disguise that face but still what a dumbass yeah it's just every part of this i only only a white boy could have finessed this whole situation why is billy the puppet from jigsaw on his face for what <laughs> why why? <laughs> Why are kids? Will y'all just be putting anything the fuck on y'all face? I just stupid, dumb, I don't foolish, even know and dumb I, and stupid. Oh my god, it literally is that though. <laughs> I thought she was just bullshitting. I didn't even know he had anything else on his face other than that six nine. Like I didn't, I couldn't distinguish. There's like what a the rest rose, of that was. some just. Oh my god, font that I can't even read. Right, like a lot of this is not really legible like, like what were you high when you had somebody do this did you do it yourself amber rose's forehead tattoo looked like the sistine chapel in comparison to this bullshit <laughs> okay what All a right. dumbass i mean i bet he gone you know what no if he did chose not to go into witness protection then he's probably not gonna That's be too business. stressed right about security and all that i personally would be scared at the number of people that nigga snitched on but i guess he's not um update from megan the stallion and what she's going through apparently it's only gotten messier um i believe we talked last week about her issues with the label 1501 that she's been signed to and how they're apparently rocket nation coaxed her into trying to get a renegotiation for her contract Call Crawford and 1501 were not having it, mm-hmm. trying to block the release of her latest EP, Sugar, which just came out. So apparently she was granted like a restraining order or something like that on the label so that she could release the music wow. and, da, 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 and all this other stuff and lawsuit, lawsuit and whatever. So Jay Prince, classic Houston music mogul, mm-hmm. um, also very good friend with Carl Crawford. I don't know just how closely they work together. Like, I don't know if he gets money with 1501. I know that Carl referred to him as a consultant. Okay. I mean, I could see that. He also, in an interview I saw, admitted that he basically called Jay Prince up like, Rock Nation is being mean to me. What do I do? (laughs) Um, Okay. Jay Prince posted a very long Instagram caption Oh, lengthy. And it starts with breaking news alert. This nigga's been doing this for a minute. It literally looks like a press release. (laughs) Houston, we have a problem. Megan. Girl, I'm done. I'm not even going to read the rest of this. (laughs) Right, that's enough. The long and short of it is that really this ain't got nothing to do with Megan. This is a nigga thing and they are tight with Rock Nation for having the nerve to basically suggest this girl go back and renegotiate anything in her contract. The who and what and where and why is no goddamn business to me. Mm -hmm. I don't have dog in this fight. I don't feel one way or the next. I'm glad that the album came out or EP came out because I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, 
I, on one hand, understand why Megan as an artist would be like, you know what? If things could be more fair for me, I should stick up for myself. Because that deal sounded the fuck awful. I also understand these niggas being like, well, the only reason this is happening is because these niggas have talked you into it. And so I'm at. This is just a classic label thing. It will likely end soon. I wouldn't be surprised if Rock Nation or somebody just buys her out of the contract Mm -hmm. and does whatever the fuck giving the money away that you have to do to let her go on about her business. But like, Mm, I don't know. Some people were upset that Jay Prince mentioned Megan's mom at the end of this because he said to end to end this, I give credit to where credit is due. Megan, along with her mother, who evidently could read, then he says, "God rest her soul." Uh, in, in parentheses, no, that, negotiated a good deal. That was unnecessary. Megan posted a very long uh, post of her own. Oh, facts are facts, and the facts are public. All caps is how she begins. She says that she's extremely pleased that 1501 and Carl Crawford were denied the request to dissolve the court order and try to stop her music from being released. She gave you three back-to-back facts, including one, 1501 didn't want to approve my budget for my project. Two, 1501 tried to stop my release. I prevailed in court. Three, 1501 tried to fight the decision today. The court denied it. Carl should speak for her for himself, she says. All the facts are public and available at the courthouse in Houston. Yes, I saw that. And her court wig, which was phenomenal. It was a cute A great suit. You looked real good. You You looked real good in court, girl. Good for her. You know, like you said, this is niggas arguing with each other over shit and like it has nothing to do with her I don't know how y'all not at the end of the day sitting back and being like we did absolutely rob this girl so like where is the humility where is the shame in in what you did they claim that it's not a bad deal and that it was a great deal for artists all consider all things considered today and da 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 I didn't even get into the meat and potatoes of the fucking shit because again I don't give a fuck I just want to hear the goddamn music I love the EP it's great how dare you try to keep it from us but like at the same time the rest of his roster is not giving what Megan is giving that's no shade to them I'm sure they're talented you know what I'm saying I don't know anything about them but like Megan is clearly what's bringing in the money right so I get the feelings figure it out this isn't interesting I just I can't be mad at her for being like it's entirely too many niggas eating entirely too well off of me like and she was still like rich she's still making a whole bunch of money she's still popping and doing very well for herself so the amount of money that's going elsewhere i know really has to be crazy so i can't blame her for this i'm glad she won and i hope she continues to win niggas have been preying on people in the music industry like this since popular music began Carl crawford also has had a lot of money from before megan the sound that's true right so it's just like is it greed i don't know what it is but niggas okay i just want to hear songs i like true All right. Well, there's that. Speaking of women rap, um, Nicki Minaj's name has been all over the headlines recently for shit that she ain't even do. Ain't got really anything to do with her. Um, But she's married to this nigga that keeps her in the news. (sighs) So apparently uh, Kenneth Petty was arrested for failure to register as a sex offender in the nice state of California. Mm hmm. Now, I just read today that Kenneth was pulled over or stopped in November. Yes, a traffic stop on November 15th. Beverly Hills police found that he was a registered sex offender in New York State, but wasn't registered in California. (laughs) The DA charged him for failure to uh, register and released him on $20,000 bond. Now, I was confused because November 15th, 
was four months ago. Right. So why is this just now happening? So apparently, first of all, the DA dropped those charges <sighs> because the feds are pursuing the same charges. <laughs> Goddamn. So they basically were like, all right, well, well let me go let, back to, okay. you know, just <laughs> yeah. harassing regular niggas. Right. Um, when the feds step in and ask to take over a case, they take over the case. So apparently this recent arrest was because of the feds being yeah. involved now. Right. Um, I read today that he has since registered. <laughs> yeah. Not sure what happened to the months, right? weeks, days since November. Like, I don't... How did he not... How was this not the first thing he got done? You really was shoving fucking Soka <laughs> artists <laughs> and just balling out in Trinidad and things, traveling the oh world, fighting ex-boyfriends and things like that. But it just slipped and, your mind to take care of this one thing. Right. It's like, is this not the most pressing issue in your life? <laughs> what else do you have going on? And even if it's like you don't even really give a shit and it's whatever, if you go back to jail, get arrested or whatever, at least think about your wife and the fact that you are out here embarrassing her nonstop. That's literally the least. You could just not embarrass her, Kenneth. Like, the resume is bad enough. You could just not continue to do that. God damn, I know the barbs are pissed. She should have woke his ass up at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning and just be like, you know what? I don't have any more characters for you in your situations. <laughs> I'm not posting <laughs> any more paragraphs in defense of you. Good. Yeah. Just, yeah. Because what in the whole ass fuck? I don't even understand. So now, um, I guess since he has registered... The barbs are in a tizzy because Onika's dress is on the internet. And because that's where he lives. And. Oh, God. The girls. I did see someone say y'all worried about Nikki's address being on the internet when she lived with a murderer. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm just saying. It's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, I doubt that you can just walk up to Nicki Minaj's house no matter if you know the address. Yeah, I or just not. don't feel like the girls right. can just pull up. Right. Like you can probably find a lot of celebrities address. It doesn't you mean you can actually get to their home. Can. Right. So I'm not worried about Nikki's security. I'm sure she's been had that on lock. It's just this man and like the small things you could do to keep her from constantly having to be. It's because it's her name in the headline of all these blog posts and tweets and whatever else, the fucking shade room and all that other yeah, shit. Yeah, like at least Meek Mill rapped and Safari did the cha-cha slide. Right. Like at least they, they had, had their own name. But you are Nicki Minaj's husband. So it's like, why don't you act? Ugh, I don't know. I really don't get what she sees in him. But, you know, I guess she in love. She's going to write the album of her life when she leaves this nigga. True true mary is gonna sing the hook on one of the songs yeah i feel it i see it i wouldn't even mind the queen radio at this point i won't listen to it but i feel like she deserves it at this point because she's just been like doing her best minding her business i finally watched her drag race appearance it was cute oh mama God. hasn't been yelling and arguing with these bitches yes. she put out a cute little hip-hop song Good for her. and now she is you know fighting in boutiques her home island mad at her. And now this bullshit with her address. Like, damn, nigga. Like, can you please keep me out of the news? Right. No, no, he cannot. And it's it's exactly like you said. Like, she is actually walking the line and not stirring the pot in no kind of way. I haven't and heard this nigga anything. is the reason that her name keeps getting dragged. Like, If you feel the, the need oh, to go down to Beats 1 and drop 80 bombs back <laughs> to back do. and yell, I am okay with that today, Onika, because God damn it, 
I have watched you just mind your business and trying to do the right thing. Yet and still, mm-hmm. here we go. I think if she does leave him, she'll announce it on Queen Radio. I'd be a fan. I, I mean, I'm she okay would. with it. Yeah, I really think she would. She is going to leave this man. Uh, it's just a like, matter of when. It's going to happen. And that's why I've been it's just, just a ma- He's going to have parked. to fuck up even more than this, but it will come. She is not going to stay with this nigga forever. She is going to drag <laughs> when it finally ends. Whoa. Drag. Because once again, like... Mm, all the defense I've done for you nigga (laughs) you know what I'm saying giving you an allowance to go down to Jimmy Jazz like I don't have time for the bullshit and I respect and understand that he's gonna embarrass her in front of Beyonce or something like that where she is just like so personally offended that she can never come back from it bring this nigga around Beyonce if you want to that's what I'm saying like he is going to do something like that where she's just like I literally cannot like this nigga is ruining my image he's ruining other people's perception of me I gotta go just give him a snack put on belly and tell him to just stay right there until you get back to the house nigga you deserve a way better girl I mean way better it ain't even gotta be a famous nigga but not this nigga I just don't understand me either like he's not even that cute like I don't get it at all but I don't think he's unattractive he's, I know, not, like, he's not ugly right he's he's very completely average the nigga's 5'9 oh so he's not even like extra tall like the girl's like I read this today and I was but like but Nikki is short nine. right like 5'4 yeah four? she's <laughs> super short I don't remember she's like 5'2 or something that's, oh damn. that's like around the range of average height for women I, I mean f- yeah five. if I was dating somebody yeah she's 5'2 if I was dating somebody 5'9 that nigga would be tall to me yeah so <laughs> so okay girl I get it yeah <laughs> but ugh, you just deserve better if you happy, girl. Mm. So, um, the baby's back in the news, not for a good reason. Oh, Lord. He apparently had a show in Tampa. Uh, it's past Saturday where he was videotaped slapping the absolute life out of a woman who was there to see him. A woman who is maybe a bit too excited. But, did she do anything to deserve to be slapped? No. Absolutely black ass not. No, she did not. Um, <sighs> I read that he actually got booed. Apparently for this exact situation. Oh, wow. Didn't perform anything. Uh, pers- apparently the person who was attacked called the police. Yeah. <laughs> no arrests were made. The baby has since gotten on. I can only guess this is IG live or some one of his stories and gave just the worst apology. I mean, I guess he says I apologize at one point, but oh, it wasn't an apology at all. It was very much like, first of all, he started the video by shining the light from another phone into the screen. And I was very confused as to why he was doing that. But I guess that that was like, oh, and then he taps it against the the camera i guess that was to sort of simulate what happened to him because he claims that this person had this flashed light Mm -hmm. in his face and like bumped it into his face at some point was too close to him and he couldn't see that it was a female because the light was in his face and um i guess it would have been okay to slap the shit out of him for that reason if they were a guy. I guess. 
Um, But it was giving very much like, I wish that y'all would give me the same uh, respect that I give y'all. And he said something to the effect of like, he, he has security in the, the club guy security or whatever, but he doesn't want his security guards to like be extra and push fans out the way and tell him to move and all that other stuff. Um, But you know, then situations like this happen. It was just so dumb. I'm like, nigga, maybe you should have your security push people out the fucking way. Yeah. That's their job. Maybe you should do that. Everybody, I feel like, who's gone to clubs, gone to parties, or places where security are mm-hmm. before have had a security guard that has done the most or yes. gotten on their fucking nerves. But that's what they're paid to do. Exactly. They're paid to keep people from bumping into you so you get upset or hurt right. or whatever the fuck. I would, like, as a performer, probably prefer for y'all niggas to be mad at my security guard for pushing you for being mm-hmm. too close than you'd be mad at me for right. pushing you and being too close or whatever. But slapping, like, I don't... It was It was incredibly, like just extra it was not necessary at all and I saw like I saw the video I think I saw three different angles of it actually and she does have the flashlight on while she's recording or whatever it's inside and she does right I mean and I get that I I understand why but it's like I get that you had a light shining in your face and you didn't know who was there but doesn't that mean you shouldn't hit them like if you don't know who's on the other side of a light and somebody bumps into you doesn't that mean you should not just react and smack the shit out of whoever is closest to you here's the thing Excuse me. That being an, a clear accident. Right. It's like... It was obvious that the girl did not mean to hit him. What are you going to do Tap when, him. when a fan does something like really wild right. and like intentionally because it happens to damn near every celebrity especially mm-hmm. celebrities that do club appearances club performances yep. you know festivals and stuff where people are drunk high not necessarily in their right mind or they're just wilding out because they're there to have a great time yep. we've seen artists get groped we've seen artists like get yanked off of stages they we've just threw water on cardi so things are going to happen that are going to be like, what the fuck was this person thinking? A person who really probably loves you mm-hmm. and is just excited to see you and isn't trying to disrespect you at all, but you can feel disrespected because sometimes people are just excited. You can't just slap the ever-living right. fuck out of anybody at any time because exactly. they just did something that you didn't like or they touched you or got too close or whatever. I saw a clip just before I left the house of, like, Jay-Z was at a basketball game. I think the same one where Blue Ivy asked LeBron for an autograph. Oh, yeah. And this white man was... Like, I guess the game was over or whatever, but this white man came up to Jay-Z and, like, put his arm around him. And Jay-Z was, like, he did, like, a shift with his shoulder, like, yeah. nigga, and looked at him, like, excuse this is somebody me? he don't even know? I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> are you Beyonce and I can't see or what? Because <laughs> what is yeah, wrong? Why are you touching me? So, everyone should respect other people's celebrity or regular person. Other people's, I call it their circumference. Mm-hmm. Just respect my circumference, my space, my area. But again, you're signing up for something being a celebrity, being famous, recognizable or whatever, where sometimes people are going to do the most and you just are not. It's inexcusable to just put hands on people because they got too close for you. And baby, you've been famous for like. Mm -hmm. It's been a while now. It's been a while now. So you famous enough to have security walk through the club with you. You should just have them niggas literally surrounding you so that people can't get that close to you. 
It should just be that way. Since somebody accidentally tapping you in the face with the phone pisses you off that bad. I was on your side when you hemmed up that boy who was recording you and your child. He deserved and it. That. Right. And there was something else he did that was violent. And I felt like it wasn't that bad. I don't remember what it was. But this is inexcusable. When he whipped that nigga ass in the Louis Vuitton store? Yes. That I also liked. Yeah. That was great. But this is just... The the excuse is that, like, the fact that he said, I didn't know it was a female. So, like, if you had, then you wouldn't have done it. Like, it would not have been okay to smack the shit out of a nigga like that either. You should not be smacking your fans for doing something that is not intentionally disrespectful. Also... I don't know. I've never seen the baby perform live anywhere before, but I would probably have guessed, even if my eyes were closed, Mm -hmm. that it were a woman. This nigga literally has a line about how much ladies love him. So, Um, someone being that excited, women, you're right. Like, why wouldn't? Anyway, regardless, uh, you didn't know who it was. You need to have security pushing people away, right? That apology was the most pissed for thing I think I've seen in recent memory, and it's just like nigga. That's really disappointing because I like that little nigga, but... I like him too, but come on. You can't... Right. Like, this ain't it. You can't just be smacking people who didn't even really do nothing to you. Especially when you already know as a famous person, you cannot control what other people do. You can only control your reaction to it. And you have security. It's like all the pieces to fixing this puzzle are right there. I got knocked upside the head at Megan Thee Stallion's hottie party. (laughs) You left. She had one here. Yes. And I mean, I got full force punched in the side of my skull. My head hurt all the way home. I didn't blame Megan. I didn't blame the person who hit me. I understood that they were excited. Mm -hmm. Megan is like the hottest thing out right now. I didn't complain. I took my ass home where I knew I would be safe. Right. That's it. I didn't smack the bitch back. Like, the fuck? And I know that there are plenty of people who actually would have just fought that person well, even yeah. though it was clearly an accident. As two patrons, <laughs> they definitely would have. But you as the artist, the reason people came here, no. Just absolutely not. Inexcusable and not okay. Um, That might be it. Okay. I was going to talk about Spike Lee and his issue at Madison Square Garden. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently he got into it with that dude Dolan, who I guess runs Madison Square Garden, but they like tried to pull him out of the elevator and the employee entrance where he's been, which he's been using to get into Madison Square Garden for 30 years. Oh, (laughs) but now all of a sudden they told him that he can't use that elevator. He can't use that entrance. And he got tight about it. And I guess he's like, why can't he use it? I don't know. I guess his new guy is just like, I don't even know how new he is. I ain't been to Madison Square Garden ever. No, I've been maybe mm. one. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, I've been like three, four times. I don't know how long this person has been in charge over there. I'd right. imagine it has not been that long. <laughs> but mama came out and said, you know what? This is not what I'm about to deal with. You know what I'm saying? I'm the one nigga that still enjoys the Knicks. I was going to say, the Knicks of all people acting like, the- oh, well, no, it's the garden, not the yeah. Knicks. Yeah. So I just don't, like it doesn't make any sense to me that if the nigga been going there literally since I was two and using that <laughs> fucking entrance, like why just right? Why not? What is the problem? Like you just it must be somebody new who's just like I have to absolutely follow the rules. But on the other hand, it is Spike Lee, and you would think somebody could just say, "Uh, that's Spike Lee, let Spike Lee in." So I understand. I see here that he said he's not coming to no more games this season, so yeah. he really must be pissed. He said he'll, you know, go back next season or something. But I also read 
um, an article from someone who was like, oh, who the shit. fuck says that you're going to be allowed to get them tickets? Because that man's probably just not going to sell you them seats. Which I guess is maybe the point. But. Oh, it is the Knicks. He's beefing with the... I thought you said it was like the garden manager Well, the guy who's like but, running... But James Dolan is the owner. Of the Knicks? Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Right. So, damn, it is the owner telling them he can't use that. Ooh, mess. Yeah. Nah, this is bullshit. I smell something. It's probably racism, but I don't like it. Um, I think that there were some other notable people who got into it with this same guy over some stuff. When, uh, obviously, y'all know I don't give a fuck about any of the sports right. ball. Mm-hmm. But what I do enjoy is seeing Spike Lee in his orange frames uh, standing up like somebody's yes. mad auntie <laughs> courtside. The memes. We I appreciate feel like them. That's the least y'all could do. It's classic at this point. Like right. that nigga walking wherever the fuck he wants to. What do, what, how big and, yeah. and, and terrifying must Spike Lee be that he just must use whatever the this fuck. This is petty. Whatever the reason behind it, I'm sure. It's Nigga, petty. if you've been going to these games for 30 fucking years and you're like the one person who still Daddy openly stands, team, right. bitch, you are an employee at this point. Yeah. Just let the nigga walk in with everybody else yeah. from the vending places and whatever the fuck. Dap up everybody who sell hot dogs and shit like that. Hey, Karen, how you doing? <laughs> I'm going to my seat. What's the problem? Well, this says he told him that he could use the celebrity interest that all the other celebrities use. That nigga like, don't want still, to. Right. I mean, and like you said, I can't think of a bigger Knicks fan than Spike Lee. So what are y'all doing? Shitting on the one fan. Well, I won't say the one fan you have left, but it's empty seats at them games. So that nigga started his. Um, oh, it just seems ridiculous. He started his Instagram post with like the funniest fucking sentence. Where was it? It had something to do with like the um, actual color of the. It was something like. Praise the Lord for these orange and blue skies or some dumb <laughs> shit like that. And I was like, nigga, what are you talking about? It says, good morning, orange and blue skies on Monday, March 2nd in the year of our law 2020. This ticket was scanned as I went through the our employee log. entrance on West 33rd Street. I'm not going to read the rest of it, but my mm-hmm. t- like, it is the most yep. eloquent black ass thing mm-hmm. that I've read in a minute. Every word is capitalized. He said, I've been worldwide famous since 19 motherfucking 86. <laughs> what the fuck? This is nothing That's but the right. three S from the garden. Shenanigans, subterfuge, and skullduggery. Ooh, he said on his mama's grave. Oh, y'all done played with the wrong one. For the players on the New York Knickerbockers, don't get it twisted. This is between me and Dolan. Like the knuckle rings, our brother Radio Raheem wore and do the right thing. Love versus hate. This is so Spike. He this wrote is... this himself. Absolutely. 100% typed out every word. And it's still better than Medea's family. Anyway. It is. And I stand with Spike. This is this is just foul. The Knicks don't have enough fans to be acting like this. This nigga posted all of the fucking covers from New York Daily News. From the Post. <laughs> He really did. Oh, this man. Let the man have his fun. Like, it's not hurting nobody for Spike Lee to take that in. I just don't see what the problem is. It's just petty and stupid. Sir, I can't do my job because that nigga with the movies keeps coming (laughs) into the entrance. Like, now, unless he, like, 
blocks other people. Like he must be on the elevator alone. You know what I mean? And he does all yeah, that kind of stuff. Not what this then is. I could understand that. But I'm sure that that's not what it is. And it's right. just who does this Negro think he is to do what he wants? Especially because he's been there for 30 years. I think he probably knows damn near everybody who works for the Knicks. Does probably. He not? So if it's an employee entrance, aren't they just used to seeing his ass? Security, parking attendants. Yeah. I'm sure that nigga knows everybody by name, daps people up when he's coming right. in. So I just, it I don't have get to be the something problem. ridiculous. They're going to have to show me some some utterly foolish footage yeah. of Spike Lee doing something egregious like shitting in the elevator for me to believe that he deserved to be kicked out of this entrance. Yeah, I don't get it. Right. So, oh, but white folks. Nick's draw smallest home crowd. This has been going on for a minute. Nick's draw smallest home crowd in over 13 years God after Spike damn. Lee disagreement. Yes. <laughs> oh, y'all going to feel it now. And a nigga really be coming to the games wearing orange and blue. Yeah, every single one. Like, you've never met anybody who stands for the Knicks harder than this man does. <gasps> the, not the Knicks issuing a statement. Oh, yeah. They basically were just... I mean, I'm sure it came from the same guy. But they basically, like, laughed it yeah. off and treated him like a hoe. But why would y'all... Why would the organization make a statement? That just seems... Mm-hmm. All right. Y'all are kicking yourselves. I mean, clearly kicking yourselves in the face at this point so best wishes yeah i mean i don't know nothing about what's going on over there but you know Mm -hmm. good luck to everyone involved that's it for the hot tops this week we're gonna take a break and come back all right so it's time for your letters guys yes it is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we may read them aloud on the show our first letter comes from tony who says i'm a 23 year old black gay man from new york city i currently live at home with my mother who knows that i'm gay and she has always been supportive for most of my life i've been more on the masculine side but as i'm getting older and really starting to come into my queerness i have been wanting to experiment with some things outside of traditionally masculine tropes i'm a massive introvert and i hate drawing attention to myself so i'm thinking more of small changes like painting my nails wearing foundation and wearing more gender neutral clothing my issue is that as accepting as my mother is she may have a problem with me being a bit more feminine i come from a christian west indian family and while i could not give any less of a fuck what my extended ignorant ass family thinks my mother's feelings towards me matter a lot my question is, have either of you ever felt the need to tone down your queerness to make people more comfortable around you? I would really appreciate some advice on how to navigate this tricky space. Thanks for being unapolog- unapologetically black, gay and sickening. Love y'all. Thank you, Tony. That's yeah, Tony. Well, I tone down a lot of things when I'm around my family. Um, not necessarily my clothing or aesthetic in general, mm-hmm. but like... I don't get high when I go home. I don't cuss in the house. I don't really act the way that I would as just an adult on my own, be just out of respect for my parents. I know that other people don't, like some people have more, um, I guess, casual relationships with their parents where they can, you know, just be the same person that they are, um, all of the time. I think that's dope. Um, But yeah, I don't think that there's anything wrong with being, you know, concerned or trying to um, move and shake in a way that would keep your mom comfortable, especially if she's supportive of who you are at the same time. If who you are is someone who wants to wear foundation or nails or 
bright colors or whatever the fuck unisex clothing and stuff mm-hmm. like that then i think that that's something you should consider allowing your mother to uh recognize talk to her about it mm-hmm. um i think you could try to have an open conversation with her about those things and just see where her head is at and if it's something that you feel like um would make her uncomfortable i don't think there's anything wrong with when you're with her being you know a bit toned down and then were you out living your gay life get your gay life um but if you also are like, you know what, I'm going to put on my acrylics and, you know, don a lash. And this is who I am. And this is who I am. I hope you love it. I think that's okay, too. Because I said before, sometimes people will surprise you, parents included. Um, mm-hmm. So. Sometimes they really will. You never know. And, I mean, it, she may have, like, an issue with you being a bit more feminine, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she's going to, like, reject you or push you away or kick you out the house or something. She might raise an eyebrow or something until she gets used to it. I don't know your mama. You would know probably better than I would about predicting what she would do. But right. it's just, I think you should feel free to do it and then also be ready for the conversation with her about it. Yeah. I uh, Yeah, I'm going to say... Don't don't let the fear of her reaction keep you from doing something you really feel is important to you or you feel drawn to do because you're only 23 years old. You're probably just coming into yourself in a lot of ways, realizing who you are, what you want, that sort of thing. And you may have been more on the masculine side just because it was safer to be on the masculine side. Exactly. And maybe you have really always wanted to be somewhere in the middle or somewhere more feminine and you just never felt safe and comfortable to do it. So you have to explore it to see if it's really what you want or not like there's no shame in being like yeah I was really loving my extensions and then I decided not to wear them hoes no more like you can absolutely do that you can yeah you can fuck around with your appearance and your gender presentation and all that as much as you want to so um yeah you can't really control her feelings about it but you can control the conversation y'all have and as long as she is like listening and not disrespectful or you know, ready to throw you out of the house behind it, then I think y'all can, you know, work through it. And it could just be like if Fury said, where you just go out to the club and have a good time like that, and then you take all that off before you get back to your mama house, and it is just that. I mean, I probably did the same thing. Like, if I came home during college, like for summer or something, if I went out to the club or something with my friends, I probably wasn't going to come back in in the exact same outfit I left in just because I didn't want to hear their mouth about it. So right. maybe that'll be what you end up doing. But best of luck to you, Tony. OK, next question comes from Layla, who says, I'm going to get straight to the point. I'm tired of being with my broke nigga. My boyfriend and I have been together for five years. We met in college when I was a junior and he was a freshman. Now I'm 25 and he's 24. He finished his bachelor's last May, but has not been able to land a job yet. He says he's been in a pre-clearance process for a couple of months now for a government job, but he still hasn't heard back regarding the next steps. I recommended that in the meantime, he finds some other job, but he says he only wants to work in his field and isn't willing to compromise. He is also constantly boasting about wanting to open a business or going to grad school, but he isn't actively working on any of that. Although he lives with his parents, he spends 75 percent of his time at my place doing absolutely nothing, not even cooking or cleaning. At this point, I don't care where he works, but he needs to get a job. After not receiving anything for my birthday, Valentine's Day and our anniversary, I find myself at a crossroads. I'm an engineer who makes six figures i'm also in grad school full-time i grew up poor and it's very important to me that i earn a comfortable living i'm constantly placed in a supportive role for my biologically fam 
my biological family, excuse me. And I don't think I want to bear the weight of supporting my man just because he has good dick in conversation. Is there any way to fix this besides breaking up? Am I being selfish for wanting to end things after five years? Thanks, Layla. I don't think it's selfish. I mean, if JT and Carisha have anything to say for it, I feel like it's going to be, you know, the obvious. But yeah, I don't think that it's selfish either. I just think that it's a real issue that's not as simple as being like, oh, but good dick and conversation and, you know, five years. Um, yeah, I don't really know what you plan on doing. Um, I'm not going to say just break up with him only because that's not what you want to hear apparently. But I also think that you have to be honest with yourself and consider how much or how little you can actually take. Right. Um, Because because, the problem is always at your house. Right. And it's not like those things are not going to show, like those feelings are not going to show themselves in your behavior, Mm -hmm. in your communication, in your decision-making with this nigga. And then it's just going to be a a wedge that's driven between the two of you. And there's not going to know why. And then you're going to have, you know, this uncomfortable position of not really knowing how to communicate that with him because you never said anything and whatnot, whatnot. So... If you want to, you know what I'm saying, raise this nigga uh, because you love him and good dick and conversation. That's really what it is. And that's fine. You know what I mean? That's your position. There's a lot of people doing it. You're in great company. But um, if you really want to feel supported or not have to worry about those kinds of things, I think that, you know, there's like a clear answer there. Yeah. Like you, you have really got to, you can't control what he does. I think that's going to be a recurring theme of the advice. Like always, you cannot control what this man does, but the fact that he spends 75% of his time at your house, you can definitely control. And the fact that he is there doing nothing, like you don't even make him contribute around the house. It's like he, he has no real reason to go out and get a job in, you know, just go get a job as opposed to waiting for one in his field because he can always crash with you or his parents. Nobody is going to force him to take care of himself. So, I mean, but you are 25. He is 24. Y'all are young. Y'all got together when you were young. It is okay to be like, after five years, I don't see us in the same place no more. I don't see us going in the same direction. We don't have the same drive or whatever. Like you can, you can say that and want to do that for yourself. But also I think it's more important that you be able to establish boundaries with this nigga. Like you're not just going to be at my house all the goddamn time running up my light bill and shit when you don't do nothing around here so just yeah like you even if you don't break up with him you at least need to put your foot down when it comes to the shit that you absolutely won't tolerate i don't even know why that's complicated it's it's like people don't want to piss somebody off or hurt their feelings or something so you'd rather be mad yourself and uncomfortable yeah that's the thing like you only betraying yourself when you when you bite your tongue so that other people's feelings don't get hurt so what you just got to be hurt then you just got to suffer so that this person don't ever have to know that they're getting on your nerves girl i know what it feels like to not say certain things because you don't want to upset someone or hurt anyone's feelings or you just don't feel like arguing or whatever but one thing that i think i'm very clear on is um how i feel about my personal space 
uh, my mm-hmm. freedom at home yes, and the respect of those things. So if nothing else, I will absolutely tell a nigga like, this is what we're not going to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't really give a fuck where else it is that you about to go, to be honest with you. At this point, you can go to another bitch house because that'll just be an even easier <laughs> way for me to just not fuck with you no more. But right. you have to absolutely get up out of here, take your, um, your Tupperware containers, pick up your socks, take those with you. Um, I threw out the toothbrush in the bathroom, Corona. So, and um, don't ever come back. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, something sis, but you don't have to sit back and just wait for this man to grow up. Like, his parents like you're not his mom so feel free to let that nigga go or just to make him act right when he's around you all right last letter comes from emily who says i'm 29 years old and recently moved back to the dmv where i grew up i have a very close friend group here and i am really worried about my best friend over the past two years he has neglected his mental health by stopping his meds and quitting therapy and his physical health is suffering too He is very mean, especially when drinking, and he goes into attack mode over small differences in opinion. Sometimes I don't even know what sets him off. He usually goes after our friends, insulting their intelligence or appearance or both. Last weekend when we were all hanging out when he posted last weekend, we were all hanging out when he posted a video on his Instagram story of him at my house, rolling his eyes to convey how bored he was. Around the time he posted this story, he grabbed his coat and walked out of the house without saying anything. Out of all the things he's done, this was a small offense, but it was the final straw for the rest of my friends who have been dealing with his rude behavior and excessive drinking for two years. I am definitely the closest with him and I need to talk to him, but I don't know how. His defense mechanism when confronted is to throw out some insults and then shut people out. And I am worried to lose communication with him because I don't want him to end up alone in a dangerous situation. I feel like he has just accepted a role as a chaotic, evil person who everyone hates because he thinks people will hate him anyway. I want to talk to him about taking his meds again and being nicer and also figure out how to support him while still holding him accountable. Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks, Emily. Emily, I don't have it. Hmm. I don't have an answer for you because I would just be an asshole, but I'm also not in a great space. So that may be what it is because I've been to just tell a nigga don't ever the fuck come back. Don't nobody really have time for that type of shit or like no, Mm -hmm. like it is what it is. Yeah, this is so this is really frustrating, but and also like super difficult because, you know, he's struggling with stuff, but his behavior is still affecting everybody else. And like he's being a shithead to the people who actually care about him. So you really do have to say something. I think just mm, I don't know, maybe you can talk to him about like why he stopped taking his meds. Like, does something happen two years ago that made him say fuck meds and fuck therapy? Like, is it something else that he's trying to avoid dealing with that is really at the root of all this? Like, I think I would try to talk to him about the reason behind why he decided to stop taking care of himself. And so that he knows it's not like, hey, I'm really sick of your bullshit behavior, which you obviously are, but more like, hey, I'm really concerned about you. And I just want to make sure you're okay. Like, I love you. And I know that this person acting like this is not the real you and I'm not sure what's up, but like, I want to talk to you and I want you to know that you can talk to me. Like I would just try to come at it from like a caring angle and not like a accusatory or I'm mad at you or I blame you type of thing. Cause if you're right about this and he already thinks people will hate him anyway, then you're just going to be reinforcing that in his head. And he probably just really needs to know that somebody gives a fuck. And you're right. You might do all that and he'll still shut you out and, and call you out your name and all this other shit. And then you can go take care of yourself. But you did it. You tried. You reached out. 
And it's really not a whole lot else you can do. Like you can let him know that you care and he can always text you or whatever. But what he does with that is up to him. Mm, best of luck to you though because that's rough and Great advice. with the rest of the friend group being like fuck it it yeah it really probably is gonna have to be you if you come at him from a place of love and he you know rebuffs it or whatever then i think you kind of just know what to do from there but yeah there's no promise that just because you are clearly caring and doing your best that you're going to be met with um you know, I met with someone who's trying to right. meet you halfway. Doesn't mean he'll be warm to that or open to that. So at you kind of just got to be prepared for the worst yeah. and hope for the best. And then whatever happens, happens. And if you are not friends anymore, well, then you have one less not so great energy or person in your circle. Yeah. And just remind yourself that his reaction is not about you. You're trying to be a good friend here. And whether he can accept that is not under your control. And also, you are not a psychiatrist. I feel like if you were, then you would have mentioned also it. correct. So you don't really have an educated place to help this guy with his issues. All you can do is come out of one friend. Right. As a friend. And if that's not enough, then girl, what else are you supposed to do? Move the planet with your two bare hands? Yeah. You, you can only do what you can do, but... Um, oof, I don't know. Best of luck because seems like everybody is either dealing with mental health issues themselves or has friends who are and we're all just trying to be mindful of each other's shit. Well, the whole entire planet is garbage. Yeah, everybody there's literally a sucks, lot of things so really wrong right now in the world, but best of luck to you and your friend. Hope y'all can work it out. That's going to wrap up the questions. Send yours to asktheread at gmail.com. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back and it's time for the read now. I'm just going to go ahead because I don't have one. I'm passing my read. Pass the read like we used to. And this is actually an update from a previously passed read uh, about a bum ass stud that our reader sacrificed her hot girl summer for. Oh, Lord. You may remember this read. Mama said that. I do. While all her friends were out partying and doing ball-headed hoe shit, she stayed at home with a stud that was catching charges and just <laughs> being an overall pain in her ass. Well, Lady X was her name. She has sent us the following update. It says, just wanted to let y'all know, yes, I did fuck one of her stud bros. It was great. <laughs> yes! I also got myself together and dropped 15 pounds, looking mighty good and ready for the summer. She called me back two months later trying to get me back. She also let me know that the Lord has done his mighty work and her car was totaled in a hit and run. What? She was able to walk away with minor injuries. I would never wish serious harm on anyone. And even apologized to me for the shit that she pulled. Then asked if my mother had asked about her. I politely let her know my mama never liked your ass. And though I forgave you when you hurt me, you're severely delirious if you think I'm going back with your ass ever again. Thank you for the update and delete my number. Just wanted to let you guys know I was hella drunk when I was writing y'all and was ashamed yet surprised I made it to the best of 2019. Can't wait to see you guys in H-Town. Uh, and then she attached a picture of her weight loss journey because she said um, she's going to show this shit off to everybody. I worked damn hard with love and confidence and beauty. 
Lady X. Well, girl, I guess you got her back, huh? Fuck the stud, bro, and glowed up on her ass. Is that what happened? <laughs> she was so pissed in that first email. Yeah. Well, I, sounds I, like I you're recall. in a much better space. And that is what, <sighs> you know, freeing yourself from a fuck nigga can do. True. So I also, congratulations. yes, also do not have a lot to say. I will just start off with uh, the Bernie Sanders stands, who I call the Bernices. Somebody else call them the Bern niggas, which I truly love. Mm. The Bern nephews the burners whatever you call them um you girls <laughs> you girls have got to calm down i don't you know have, anything that's going on you have got to chill out so on social media there has been this kind of back and forth e-war between the bernie sanders supporters and elizabeth warren supporters mm. but bernie supporters have always been and i won't say supporters because let me make this very clear it is the stands who are acting like this it it. is the ones who are like bernie or nothing if bernie doesn't get the nomination then i'm voting for trump those dumbasses it's those people y'all are not going to convince somebody to come to your side by calling them names or disrespecting them or acting like a barb that isn't you're not going to get people to feel like they should align themselves with you if you treat them in an asshole manner. And it's not, oh, somebody was mean to me on the internet, so I'm not voting for progressive values. It's, bitch, you're a fucking dickhead. And if I have other options, then why would I want to be on your fucking team? That's what it is. So maybe if you niggas decided to, like, not stand for somebody who isn't supposed to be stand, like, this isn't... This isn't an athlete. This isn't a musician. This is a politician. This is a public servant. His job is to be accountable to people. His job is to reach out to people. If Bernie Sanders still ain't increased his black vote, then Bernie Sanders needs to be held accountable for that. You don't need to be arguing with people about why they should vote for Bernie anyway, even though he don't give a fuck about them. Maybe you should be encouraging your candidate to do better. Just maybe, girl. Instead of acting an asshole to people on the internet that you really want and need to be on your side. It's just, it's just crazy to me. I truly believe that the vast majority of Elizabeth Warren um, supporters will support Bernie Sanders during this primary season. But also the Democratic machine is fully behind Joe Biden. And if he gets the nomination, you better believe I am voting for Joe fucking Biden because anybody over Donald goddamn Trump. And all you have to do is read just I mean, just a cursory glance at the goddamn headlines to know that Donald Trump is the worst thing to happen to this country in a long, long time. The way he's acting about this coronavirus thing. Like it's just like it's a like it's fake news. Like people are trying to exaggerate it and make it bigger than what it really is. Girl, well, the media is doing that, but it's also like that's what the media does. If this was all about man eating bunnies or something, then you know the media would still do the most. But you know, information is information, facts are facts, and you can like you know, discuss factual things without trying to make it seem like they don't exist or they're not important or right. it's some sort of a movement that's all about you or something like that, you know, but media <sighs> born paranoia and illnesses is a thing. I just truly don't believe that the president is handling this in the best way possible. I he doesn't don't handle have anything. In the- it, right. I don't have any faith um, or very little faith in the CDC under his watch or reign or whatever the fuck else. Um, And speaking of the coronavirus, that's part two of my read today. A lot of y'all are nasty. And we found that out when Corona really started spreading fast because. Found that out when y'all don't wash your legs. Well, yes. (laughs) 
Yes. But when soap started flying off the shelves and hand sanitizer was gone and niggas can't find toilet paper. Now, the toilet paper thing, I think y'all are just stocking up because you feel like something is going to happen, which is a little doomsday of you. Like, why would there be a toilet paper shortage? But, but the fact that people are just now buying soap, just now buying hand sanitizer, which I usually don't use. I prefer to wash my hands, but I have some for emergencies. It's just kind of blowing my fucking mind. Like <laughs> Clorox wipes, Lysol wipes are sold out across the country. It's like, were y'all not cleaning your I homes before this? always have these things. I don't house. understand. This is always some Clorox in my house. I'm it not is, even like crazy t- <laughs> tidy but you it's like how do you not already have these things i don't what were what were y'all homes looking like what were you doing in them did you not have things there to disinfect your home you had nothing now everything is sold out men on twitter talking about for the first time it's a line in the bathroom to wash your hands are you goddamn kidding me that i mean that doesn't shock me so y'all have been in there fondling your balls and wiping your booty Mm -hmm. holes and everything and just sought just sauntering right the fuck on out. The cheetah girl on the reel says she don't wash her hands when she's about and to And I was so about to mention this bitch because this is not the first time Adrian Balon has let us know she's nasty. She said something about, oh no, that was it. It's my house, I'm at home. What does that have to do with wiping your hand? I mean, washing your hands. Right. After you're the wiping germs don't, your lower treasures. Right, the germs don't just vanish because you're at your address, girl. <laughs> what? The still, what? I bet she flushed the toilet with the lid wide open. <laughs> I bet she do. Just doodle What's all the over problem? the toothbrush. I'm at home. Oh I'm my at God. Home. No, ma'am. Being she probably at home brushed the dog teeth with the same toothbrush she used. It's not an excuse. That is disgusting. It is just. I mean, and I. No, because of course you wash your hands in a public bathroom. Public bathrooms are nasty, but like you're still Does handling. She have kids? Does her I husband, think her husband have kids? has kids. Okay. I don't know that she does. I cannot imagine if my mama was like, oh yeah, wash your hands for what? <laughs> Apparently somebody needs to sit Adrian Baylon back down in the first fucking grade and tell her why we wash our hands for 30 seconds. When we were soap kids. Soap and hot water. When we were kids, my mom and dad could be on the whole other side of the house. If they heard the toilet flush mm-hmm. and then the door open within seconds, yep. go back in <laughs> the bathroom and wash your hands. Yes. Nasty. It's so, something about kids where they don't feel the disgustingness of that. But as a grown ass adult, I don't know how you don't wash your hands. I really don't. Anytime I've been in uh, in the bathroom and seen someone use it and then just walk out without washing Ugh. their hands, I think like, what are you on? What Right. Do you just not? So germs just don't mean nothing to you? Because you know how many times you touch your face involuntarily throughout the day? And you're just going to be in here around thousands, millions, billions of shit particles and not wash your fucking hands? Hey, let's lick the sidewalk while we're at it. God in heaven. Just make out with a trash can. I don't understand it, but like, uh, be quieter about your shameful things. Yeah, I was very blown away. Why would Adrian tell us that? Openly. And then she was telling that black lady that they were talking to, um, talk about some don't judge me. I don't know what that, because I only saw this in a clip. Okay. But they had like, someone I want to say maybe she was a doctor I don't know I'm I really don't know who she was right but she was basically like helping to talk through like little things that people can do hygienic stuff that people can do so they don't have to stress out about all this other shit and she made a face like the rest of us with sense when mama was talking about oh yeah I, I don't wash it at home or whatever and then she gonna tell that black lady don't judge me girl judge yourself I'm definitely judging you but you don't watch your hands <laughs> 
Don't judge you for not washing your hands. About, to, uh, Tamara talk about one thing I can say about you is you never get sick. And she talk about my whole house <laughs> is sick right now and I don't get sick. Because you don't wash your goddamn hands. <laughs> and you probably fucking chopping onions and doing whatever the fuck right. else in the kitchen. Giving hugs and things like that out and everybody you else You got coughing. everybody else sick, right? With your fucking piss particles all over That's the disgusting. place. It is. It's nasty. Ma'am, like the number one way to prevent disease. And they keep telling people, chill out about the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Take care of yourself. Wipe things down. Don't touch your face. Like a lot of really common sense shit that you should be doing on a regular basis anyway. Exactly. But you are not because y'all are nasty. That's the thing. It's like we should be doing these things anyway. These, They're not this telling is regular you shit. to go and do something, you know, very specific that you would never do anyway. Right. Wash your hands. <laughs> Like, don't bite don't your nails. Bite your nails. <laughs> yeah. Don't be constantly sticking your fucking hands and your nose and yes. mouth. And like, just very, very basic shit. So, I don't know why y'all are dirty. Did you see the clip of that white lady who was doing some sort of a press conference and she was talking about how you shouldn't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth or whatever? And then she licked her finger to turn the page. No, was, I'm gonna oh, find it right now. Oh God! Oh no, bitch! And then they put the curb your enthusiasm music on. <laughs> Like, ma'am, do you know that you're on camera? Do you know how nasty your finger is? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. And, and and while I'm at it, I've never in my life Lord. understood Lord. why people lick their fingers to turn a page. I've never encountered a page in anything that has just been so abrasive and stubborn <laughs> that I needed to lick my finger in order to turn the page. Even the ones that are stickier or whatever are kind of stuck to it. You can just get right in there. Turn the. I've never needed to taste my hand in order to do that, and I just I've, I'm talking about since I was a child, like a very young child. Yeah. Whenever I've seen someone do that, I've always wondered why. Is it something? Maybe it's like it, just for them in particular, it's hard to turn that page. I'm trying to think of when I've seen it, and it's mostly been like in church, honestly. It's mostly for me been Bible, church yeah. and school, and I've just never understood get, the yeah, point of it. Yeah, I've never encountered a page ever that was like, let me use a little. Space. Maybe you just need a bookmark. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Don't know what can make it better but the pages shouldn't be that stuck touching your face because one main way viruses spread is when you touch your own mouth nose or eyes ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a big old lick too she licked that whole finger pad uh, uh. white lady is going straight to hell you know what y'all better just enjoy yourselves because this country is on its way out <laughs> believe that just... shit Woo! this is really god knows how many things you touched before okay. you got to it like that fucking paper where that shit has been uh, all day oh you probably touched one of these mics oh to adjust it or something you probably shook one of these people's hands probably pressed a button in, in the mouth. elevator opened uh, a door oh jesus christ oh god <laughs> when you just think of all of the things that you all the germs touch <laughs> on just a regular trip to the corner store or the grocery store that countless other people right. have touched. And right after you told us not to put our hands right on Right after you did it. 
Like I don't. No, How often do you lick your dying. finger to turn a page that you didn't even like process? You didn't even think about it. Let me. Ugh. That's just. Uh, I hate y'all. Yeah, we're on the way out for sure. So yeah, please, if you have not been washing your hands, please do do that. And you know, twenty seconds. God bless y'all. Yes, twenty seconds. Not twenty seconds. Not of your even life. thirty. <laughs> twenty seconds, or at least sixty percent alcohol in the hand sanitizer. But you, you should be washing your hands for sure. If if you really just have an, an issue with the one thing I was taught when I was very young is just say the alphabet in your head while you're washing oh, your hands. That's smart. Because it's pretty much a time yeah. frame right there. Just not, don't just run your hands under the water and then dry them and think you did something. That is not that. You need to really wash your hands. Sorry to take it back to elementary school for you niggas, but yeah. I mean, when we find out that luck, people y'all. are only bathing half of their bodies on a regular yeah, basis, what I else guess can the rest really... of the stuff isn't that shocking. But like, I mean, but for soap, for hand sanitizer to be sold out nationwide, <laughs> it's just this country, man. And God I'm not even us. a big fan of hand sanitizer. Me like, either. But I use it in certain extremely germy places. Exactly. Like the airplane. Yes. Um, Or like big outdoor crowds, festivals. Places where I may need to sanitize my hands yes. and soap and water is not like readily available. Right. Or the soap and water looks nasty. Yes. To the point where like I would be worse off touching that thing. Yes. Yes. But other than that... <laughs> <sighs> okay well i hope that helps somebody you know stay safe out there every little bit counts i guess mm-hmm. all right that wraps up this week's episode of the read check us out at this is the tickets to our spring tour available at the dallas and houston we will see y'all in a couple weeks very excited and next week uh-huh about wait is it next week see end of next week oh my god it is okay well we'll see y'all at the end of next week and also don't forget to check out our sponsors thread up shopping sustainably just got a whole lot easier and more affordable with thread up they're the largest online thrift store with your favorite brands like everlane Made- madewell and more for up to 90 percent off retail and you can get an exclusive offer of an extra 30 percent off your first order when you go to threadup.com slash read make sure you check them out all right any other news um not at all everyone be safe have a great uh, week and things like that say something nice to someone to a stranger or whatever or mm-hmm. don't I don't really give a fuck yeah take care of yourselves alright bye <laughs>